0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's word and get more out of the word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Thursday, May 19th, 2022. Well, if you saw the title for this podcast today, you might be disappointed to not hear the sounds of the road and the sound of a car that is driving or the voice of Pastor Charlie joining me on a road trip. We got a lot of good feedback from our two podcasts from the road last week. And we had a lot of fun doing that and it's given us some ideas. Hopefully we'll be able to do some more creative things like that in the future. But today I want to talk Talk really about the ultimate road trip. Uh, it's something we're going to see in one of the Psalms, really, scripture doesn't speak so much in terms of road trips, but there's this idea of pilgrimage and even people traveling to Jerusalem. And, and even though some of that might seem far away, I think you're going to find it should really affect us a lot as well and fill us with strength and hope and confidence as we seek to serve the Lord on the journey or the road trip that we may be on in this life. Today in the Old Testament, we're looking at five Psalms, Psalm 45, 49, 84, 85, and 87. We're going to focus mostly on Psalm 84 as we look at our reading today. And in Psalm 84, you see this language of A pilgrimage. You see people on a road trip. Now, they weren't in a car. They were not going 83 miles per hour, right? They didn't have that, but they were on a journey. And so think of a setting of people traveling to worship God in Jerusalem as we read this Psalm together. You'll find some familiar words in this Psalm, but listen as I read Psalm 84 for us. ever singing your praise blessed are those whose strength is in you in whose heart are the highways to zion as they go through the valley of baca they make it a place of springs and the early rain also covers it with pools they go from strength to strength each one appears before god in zion does he withhold from those who walk uprightly? O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. So, I mean, if you are... Uh, been in the church for the last 20 years. One thing you uh, read this Psalm and you start thinking, better is one day in your courts, right? Your mind goes there. You see that familiar imagery that you sung about with the early 2000s uh, Christian worship chorus, right? And that's what comes to your mind. But what I want you to also think of is that image of a road trip, a journey. They're traveling to Jerusalem. It starts in verse one by saying, love, is your dwelling place. My soul longs, faints for the courts of the Lord, right? This person is far away from the temple and they're longing to be at the temple. And then you see in verse five, I love this phrase, blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are you are the highways to Zion, right? Uh, Blessed are the people who in their hearts are the roads to Jerusalem, right? The the people, it's not so much just where they are physically, it's where their heart is, that their heart longs to be before God. And then it describes the people who have that mindset, the people who have that heart, they, verse seven says, they go from strength to strength. The pilgrimage is not hard because it doesn't matter where they're, traveling through they know their destination and that is where their heart is set on and so there's two main things that i want us to draw from this psalm today as we think through that because we're not thinking about going to a physical temple that's on the earth today but we are thinking about our ultimate destination is uh, the new jerusalem where we will be with the lord we we long to be in those Courts, And so there's two things that I really want us to draw from this. And the first is a desire for the Lord. The people that truly desire the Lord and his presence above anything else, they are the ones who will go from strength to strength. Because when we seek God above everything else, you know what? He answers That draw near to me and I will draw near to you, God says, right? If we seek the Lord, we will find him. And so those who desire God and his presence above everything, there will be a strength. There will be a vitality to those people that you won't be able to find in other people because if you're setting your uh, mind on and your heart on riches or success or pleasure or whatever else well you might not get those things that those things might not fall into your lap and then you will have a hard time you will not be walking from strength to strength that's why we need to seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you if you want that strength we need to desire god above everything else Desiring God and His presence. The other lesson is not only do we need to desire God, we need to trust God. And just think of that last verse, or Lord, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in You. And that verse before, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing. Does he withhold from those who walk uprightly? Those who really desire God, those that really trust in him, they will find that God is a son and a shield and they can trust in him. They can follow him and he will sustain and uphold them. So Psalm 84 really encouraged my own heart today. I really hope that it encourages yours and that because you are someone who your heart is on a road trip to Zion. Your heart is on a journey towards God and His presence. And because of that, you will go from strength to strength. And so Psalm 84 gives us some good things to pray for, even for ourselves. Psalm 85, more briefly, I think might give us some good things to pray for, for our nation. And that's where you always want to be careful. The United States of America is not the covenant nation of Israel. Um, Let's just always be clear. About that. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't pray for our nation. And I think in our heritage, there there are some things to be thankful for. There are some times in some ways that the church in the United States of America has been strong. Does that mean it's ever been a completely Christian nation Christian nation where there is no work of evangelism to be done? Of course not. But there are times that we've seen strength in the church in our nation, and even we've seen revival in the church of our nation. And so for us to to pray things like verse four, restore us again, O God of our salvation, and put away your indignation toward us. Um, Or will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you. Show us us your steadfast love, O oh Lord, and grant us your salvation. And, and even there, I, I would say, um, pray specifically not just for our nation, but for the church in the United States of America. That's perhaps the most grievous thing I see is just the apostasy within the church or or the failure of, of the church to remain faithful to the word of God. And let's pray, God, restore us, revive us, help us to be true to your word. And hopefully that is where we will see even the tide of our nation perhaps change. And and to see revival happen, I think it will start with the people of God. And so let's pray uh, for our nation as we look at Psalm 85 today. As we go to the New Testament today, where we get all the way to the Mount of of crucifixion. And we look today at Matthew 27, 27 through 34, Mark 15, 16 through 23, Luke 23, 26 through 33 and Mark or John 19, 17. And especially in those first few gospels, uh, some, one thing that stands out is just the mockery that Jesus endures as these Roman soldiers come and they put a, a robe, a kind of a royal robe on Jesus and they uh, put together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they mock him saying, hail King of the Jews. And that's where I want us to note the the tragic irony in everything that is going on here, because they are mocking him as a fake King of the Jews. But we know he really is the King of the Jews. And so I want us to to look at that and to note that irony and on one level to appreciate that Jesus endured this, that Jesus chose this. He willingly suffered this uh, incredible mockery and injustice uh, because of his love for sinners and his love for his father and his glory. So we should all appreciate that. We should praise Jesus. We should praise the Father for uh, the glory that God alone has. And we should also thank Jesus for our salvation that came at his expense. But also we should worship. And as as we read these words we should realize he is the king of the Jews and he is coming back and he will not bear uh, some fake crown of thorns. No, he will return and he will reign forevermore. And so we can find appreciation from these accounts. We can also, through the irony here, acknowledge the truth about Jesus and look forward to the future. That is our destination, living in a new heaven and a new earth with the risen Christ on the throne. Uh, This is what we wait for. This is where we're going. So uh, let's make sure that's in our heart. That's the road trip that's in our heart. And I pray that that will help us today go from strength to strength as we journey on in our journey towards the king and towards his courts.